Diablo Bang. Here we go. Hear ye, hear ye. Hear ye, hear ye. Ash, did you have a good day? How was your night? <laughs> Court! <laughs> All right. This is the end of season one, and we still have yet. And we're a little loopy. <laughs> to get it hashed out. Uh, so, yeah, please rise. Actually, we don't have to please rise because we are at Muldoon's. Yeah, we have. Court is adjourned. We are hanging back and hanging loose. No judge Hans K. Freiwald for us tonight. No judge, no. We're just we're, sitting we're back. Riffing. We're riffing. We're debriefing. Yeah. Recapping. Recapping season one of Night Court. Mm-hmm. So this is our clip show in, in essence. It was definitely a season. It was a season. You know what's so funny? You were like. The first one. Hans would like us to record a recap, and I was like, what the fuck about? <laughs> about ourselves. And then you were like, you know, your favorite episodes, your least favorite episodes, gavel bangs. And I'm like, I don't even remember the episode from last week. I literally drew a blank. Like, I was yeah. like, wait a minute. I was like, I remember that Michael J. Fox was involved. Right, right. So I'm going to pull up the list. Oh, yeah, do that. Just so we can, so we can refresh and re... Let's do, well, yeah, just go one by one. We'll go back and just... Look at the episodes That's in order. That's really smart. I, by the way, clarification, or not not even a clarification, just forewarning, I don't remember any of my gavel bangs. I, uh, I think I remember your average. I'm pretty close to you. No, yeah. I'm pretty close to Hans. Yeah, I'm, I, I've been more generous. I've You're, been no. more generous with my... That was season two. <sighs> so we're just going to go back. A look back, season one. God oh damn. Oh my God. That was the second season. Season second. So yeah, we're going to take a look back season one overall. We may not take a look back. If well, we can't I know. I wish I was using the computer and not the fucking Xbox. Xbox's box. So yeah, here we go. We got... Uh, overall, I think it was a good season. Overall, for, for... I think it was really good. It's really funny. I've mentioned it a lot of times on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was interesting to watch the first season, A, because I feel that Night Court changed so much over the nine seasons that it mm-hmm. was on. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't really the Night Court that I remembered. But B, yeah. seeing it just as an adult. Yeah. I just, I, I'm sure, you know, I don't remember any of these specific episodes from when I was growing up and when I, my father loved this show. Yeah. But I do know for a fact that a lot of that shit would have gone over my head. Yes. Like the entendres. And I, I will say going back and rewatching this show, because it's, you know, it's a good show, but as a kid and then growing up, I remember it being a quote unquote good show. So I love going back and rewatching actually actual good sitcoms because we've talked about it on the podcast a few times how we kind of grew up in this weird fallow time that gave sitcoms the bad name like there's always been bad sitcoms but they weren't all just horse crap well we certainly didn't grow up in the golden age the golden age no, 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 happened no. in our our later years um 
But sitcom, like, and I'm saying that because we went back and I was like, Night Court is actually funnier than I recall. Night Court was also, you have to to look, you know, certainly what it was up against, mm-hmm. but Night Court was revered when it was on. Yeah. No, and I, I, I can see and why. And I, I, I absolutely understand why. It's smart. Like, it's even in its first season, and if you watch any show, I don't care mm-hmm. what genre it is, I don't care what network it is, any show that lasts, I would say, longer than four seasons. Yeah. You go to season one, and the show is entirely different. Yeah. So even this season, which isn't quote unquote peak night court, you know, amazing, mm-hmm. revered night court, even this season is smart, quick, witty, and unlike a lot I've ever seen on television, let alone for that time. Yeah. Like, you've got to give that props mm-hmm. for how Definitely. long ago this was done. No, and I think this was. This would be a bold move today. That's what I was going to say. Like, this came out, bold move show. It followed Cheers, which, to be fair, I haven't rewatched as an adult, but I don't recall being sort of risque. Like, Golden Girls is so funny and so pushes the envelope. And I feel like Night Court is that as well, but in a little bit more of a. Like, Golden Girls is like witty repartee whereas night court's a little bit more scummy yep 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 but it it goes to the darker places yep because they're dealing with the gallows and i will say overall that is my favorite part of the show and i love that they have embraced it is just that dirty dark weird part of new york city the underbelly the underbelly exactly yeah no i totally agree all right, let's get on with getting on. Chuck it through. All right. Talk it to me. <laughs> Talk it to me, baby. Talk it to me. Talk it to me, baby. Uh, do you, can you, before we go through, is there can me? an episode that you can, from memory or moment that you would say is your favorite? Just from, like, quick shot. You know, it's really hard because I think that anybody who's listened now knows that mm. I have just a huge affinity for Dan. Sure. That sure. has just grown as the character has gotten more jokes. Um, and I, you know, I'm not going to place it on necessarily one thing. But it may be Bull's Baby, the subway bit with Lara Kett, because I am a huge fan of physical mm-hmm. comedy. Yeah. And Dan... It was my favorite when I was growing up, but Dan Fielding, and, and you'll back this, so mm-hmm. everybody doesn't get completely annoyed with me. It comes from something. He very much reminds me of my father. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure that it's it's kind of life imitating art. I'm sure that my dad picked up quippy one-liners and delivery from watching this show, sure, which yeah. he loved. Um so I just have an affinity for Dan, and my dad's name was Dan. That's true, yeah. So it's just all over. It's a, it's an onion peel, but I'm going to have to say it was my least favorite episode, but uh, one of my favorite moments was that physical comedy Where he's bit. locked out on the patio and, and it, the train's Because going by. it was just, he is so tall and lanky, and he yeah. he just has such a command It It was done so well yeah. that someone like myself, who was trained as an actor- it it looks effortless, which makes it so hard. Yeah. Just so hard. Um, 
And I think that was just one of those moments where I lost it. And maybe it's also because I didn't like the episode. Right. So it was that you just it was that present to, that. to myself. Yeah. And I'm also going to say I just really love watching all the moments that we were like, who is that guy? Oh, it's that guy from that thing. Whether sure. yeah. we knew their names, like, you know, Michael J. Fox, for instance. Yeah. Or if it was someone like, you know, Crotch Pants, where it's like, it's that guy and he's been in everything. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, whoever... I really liked I really liked those moments. Uh yeah, I will say just off the top of my head, my favorite moment and gag, I would say number one is the cake in the briefcase. Oh shit, that was good too. And then second is the Liz and uh Selma bathroom gag part in the punk. That rock was definitely episode. I will say, because I watch these that we don't watch them with Hans, because obviously he's in New York City, so we debrief with Hans. But I watch them with you. Yeah. And a lot of the time, you know, the things that hit, hit. So Mm -hmm. we laugh when you would a normal sitcom. We're not special. But then there are times where you can tell that one of us is just like this. I mean, just it tickles our fancy. No, I would go. And that that definitely was the hardest that yeah. you've laughed. I mean, you you really and you kept commenting on it afterwards. Like, no, Um, and I. I totally agree. So yeah, I gotta. I think my top three characters, just as we're going back, Dan Bull, Selma. I mean, I also just for this podcast, my favorite moment. I'll probably say it in every podcast from now on, and I don't know why. Is the banana? Yeah, if this were a banana, banana, I'd I'd be be dead. dead. And that wasn't my favorite. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. But no laughing. If it's that's not my favorite thing. Like, and it mm-hmm. didn't, it didn't literally get my goat as much yeah. when I watched it as it did when we discussed it. And I realized, yeah. oh, yeah, like, we're all on the same page. That was truly a what the fuck yeah. did she just say moment. I just kind of thought I didn't get her. It was one of those kooky things. But the discussion and then the jokes that ended up, that was my favorite moment of podcasting. Now we're getting super meta. So it was like my favorite moment of podcasting about Night Court right now. Oh, no, as I was going to say, like my favorite episode as a viewer is by far far different than my favorite episode because I now now I have two takes like my some of my favorite episodes are the worst ones. Just yeah, because Bull's baby was great because we got a lot. The three of, the three of us had so much fun. Right. Not necessarily shitting on it, but just sort of like right. dissecting like the awkwardness of it. We got to go through. All right. You're so we're going to do hot takes. We're going through episode by episode. Just uh, So the first episode, the pilot, all you need is love. Uh, our introduction to everybody. I have nothing to say. I didn't see this episode. No, oh, you didn't watch it. I wasn't yeah. a part of the podcast yet. That's true. You didn't didn't make the cut yet. Well, that was me. Ah. But- <laughs> Uh, it was fine, fine pilot. Uh, but they they had a. I like the assistant district attorney they had in that episode, but she didn't show up ever again. Is it that girl that we're looking it's at the, in the screenshot? Like, uptight eighties lady. But we got Liz. But we got Liz. Liz is my girl. And they didn't use her. I love but, Liz. Yeah, so pilot, pilot's fine. All you need is love. Introduction to everybody. I do like that they mellowed on Harry's magic. Yeah, it's too like I very, like it's hokey, kooky. It's just it's hack. It's too kook. It's hack. Uh, Santa goes downtown. Great episode. That Still, was my first episode, and I was wow. 
ladies and gentlemen, I yeah. was not expecting this episode. This was some this was some shit. Yeah, for for the second episode, it's pretty great. And this I, was some serious stuff. Like it was, I would say it was a half hour drama. Uh huh. And it sort a of a twenty three minute you, drama the, to be the, exact. Uh, the uh, if it weren't if it if it was a banana, I'd be dead. Sort of meme I like, and then this episode number two, the soiled Santa. I love that. It just sort of codified that visual idea of the just the dirty scuzzball Santa. Well, yeah. Well, this is Alex P. Keaton. And anytime you can get MJ F, I'll never that, get that hug which out is of my just head. Be I'll die, uh, one of my last moments at my on my deathbed will be will be the, I'll think the of that hug. Four fingered, the four lift, finger the shift. shirt lift, the Oof. shirt lift. Yeah, I'm so self conscious now. Whenever I hug someone, I'll be like, "Where is my shirt? Where's going? my hand? Where's my shirt yeah, going? What, what am I doing? What is happening here?" Uh, no, episode three, the former Harry Stone, which was that was a good one. I liked episode three. Now, and oh, did you like episode three? I know Horny Landers is in it, but oh. that was a good episode. That was a gallows heavy episode. Oh. Is oh, that why yeah, you yeah, liked yeah. it? That's exactly why I liked it. And I, we got Craven. True, true story. Um, a little background that you don't know. Mm-hmm. I tried desperately for your birthday, which for the audience was last week. I really tried very hard to find a movie poster of Dr. Alien. Oh, yeah. That I could Hell purchase. Yeah. And ultimately, they aren't Vintage. for sale. Like there was because they down- only made two. There was a download site, but it was like it was kind of a. I don't. I don't want to do this. Uh, yeah. I'll get a virus. Um. So I. It was that, or like have it like just send it to a FedEx and kind of illegally print it. And then I found the Star Wars tie that I ended up buying you. Just, um, we'll get far more use out of that than right. Doctor Alien. Well, and I thought to myself, I was like, Doctor Alien can go in your office. So I. I will at one point get one, but I'm going to get like. The night court and the thing and the thing and and maybe yeah. we don't need it immediately. But I no, just no, want no. you to know that that's that's how important I know this woman is to you. Which is not even true. It's so true though. For the next two weeks, like you couldn't let it go. That's a bit. That's a I bit mean, of a stretch. I mean, not in real life, not outside of the podcast. That's because you both kept sass talking. Because me. you kept bringing her up again. Only in the context of the character. Well. Spoiler alert, at one point in time, maybe we'll do it for Christmas because we're going to be just spending money on the baby. Yeah. We'll get, well, I'll spend like 10 bucks to get it illegally printed at FedEx. Well, no, we should get it printed, but we don't have enough wall real estate. Save it. Your office has plenty of wall real estate. I don't want to hang. one poster on the wall. Well, it's certainly not going in my living room. Where would you think it was going to go? I'm just saying, save it. Save it, yes. No. Our daughter's name is Dr. Zeno morph don't you dare <laughs> turn my daughter so anyways despite how hard my boner is for episode three <laughs> was good and those of you who listen it's far it's i'm not as horny for judy as he's these not, guys make he's me not, out to be. Him. uh i will say one more thing one last thing it really is the beginning of what i saw was the not i'm not gonna say sexist because they didn't intentionally do it but the overall misogynist There's a theme, bit of a piggishness in the air. Yeah. And, you know, mea culpa, 1980s. I'll yeah, give you that. True. But still, that that was something that, that has hit 
pretty hard for the rest of the season. Like, mm-hmm. you'll kind of forget about it. And then there's a resounding sexist line or stupid yeah. bimbo, you know, or some type of trope that's really, yeah. Yeah, that that, yeah. that was really all I was going to say is that that's kind of the beginning of, of that theme for me. Yeah. Now, which, which, honestly, it doesn't bother me because... I understand that that would never fly today, yeah. but at the same time, I would be remiss if I didn't acknowledge it as a proud feminist. Yeah. Well, speaking of pigs and continuing the theme, episode four, Welcome Back Mama, was the introduction of Harry's uh, foe, faux ma, but also the court case with uh, all the, the bevy of beauties, the pageant beauties. Oh my gosh, that's totally right. So it was just, it was I, a one-two. I didn't even, I wasn't even thinking about that when I mentioned that for episode uh, three. Welcome Back Mama was good. Um, another serious one, and I don't think it, it hit as well as Santa. I th- I liked four better than, I like I liked the Mama one better than the Santa one. Uh, I liked it better in terms of jokes. Like they keep, they kept in, yeah. in my opinion, especially for the first half of the season, they kept getting smarter with mm-hmm. each, with each episode. They were quippier and wittier and faster. Yeah. Um, but the story itself, I was not a super big fan of. Yeah. Because this woman did a lot of fucking research. Yeah. That well, I, that I deem nearly impossible if she was locked in this place by and her I f- son. I feel like episode four was the h- height, the fever pitch of the iron fist of Harry Kaiser Stone. Yeah, Jesus. Fucking attacking that guy for being mad at his mom. Uh, yeah, episode four. We also just watched Baby Driver, so I don't yeah. want to talk about parents and homes and so right. on and so yeah, forth. That's true. Moving on. I'm going to cry. Uh,. What do we got next? Uh, oh, is I have the beholder? This was this was bull. Oh, this was the full on bull. This was the bull. This is Frankenstein. Yeah. This is our thesis. Yeah. Are oh, we got our masters in TV studies from was... Professor Hans von Toilet? <laughs> this was this was a really good one so because good one. this was bull focused, but not in the weird ass creepy way that Bull's baby was. Um, that was when we got. No, the previous episode was when we got the picture of the bull. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then we go into this, and this is when he's he can't be that, you know, the volunteer father and so on and so forth, which also yeah. really ties in Bull's baby well. I kind of forgot. Totally does, yeah. Um, And also the segue from Bull chasing the lady. It was a nice, uh, yeah. whether it was intentional or not, it was a nice soft focus on Bull, and then we ease into a, like a full Bull episode. Oh, yeah, episode. totally. This was a really good episode. Um, I don't remember a ton of it. I just remember liking it. Yes. That was the one where he, like, he I... quits. He was going to quit and yeah. then move to the ice station. Yeah. Yeah. This was a good one. Five Episode five, solid. That was our thesis one, though. That, that was, was the when we got one. really meta on it. I would have annoyed. The Frankenstein themes? Yeah. Yeah. And then the Alaska themes. And then I brought in Stripes because Lyric, you know, it was. Yeah. But they're there. Yeah. They're there to be snagged. I remember being very proud of myself. Uh, the next episode, episode six, is Death Threat. That's the one with the little kid. El Jorge. El Jorge. El Pineapple. Uh, they went from a solid one to this one was a little subpar for me. Not the worst of the season, but we got introduced to some more weird side Someone characters. Someone was pissed at Harry, so I was like, well, there's Fine. something, because usually it. Pedestool mm-hmm. 
especially up until this point. Um, so yeah, this was fine. Bomb Squad guy, it's good. Yeah, he was uh, really good. Um, the 18 stories thing. Bull that was, was good, good in this one. Yeah. Um, Liz and Dan kind of started their rapport in this That's one. That's true. Yeah, yeah, they bonded. Yeah, in so this. there are a lot of little things that were good, but overall, like, yeah. it's kind of a dud episode. Yeah. Uh, episode butter. seven is Once in Love with Harry. I like this one a lot. This was the Carla B episode. Yeah. And this is the cake one and Dan running for student or student council, running for city council. Yeah. And losing to a dead um, man. Losing to a dead man. Uh, Carla B in love with Harry. Yep. That Ooh. was good. This was solid. I think. No. Maybe I ranked this the As highest. We're going back. Because it was a Dan heavy. I think I think this is one we of my highest ranks. I'm pretty through. sure I was an eight. Yeah, yeah. This one, I think Carla B and the one that's following, let's just go to the next one because the next one is, there is, is excellent. There is no one that could be interested in this. Is the Quadrangle of Love. That's a fucking good one, too. Uh, that one was good. That I was- really loved this one. Uh, because I love Dan. This, this was a, that was a Dan heavy episode, so that was good. Um, good physical comedy from him too on this one. Everyone in Bull was solid in that. Uh, then we got Wonder Drug. That was Lana's last episode, so that's a high. That was a funny episode, but a high point because she's gone. Um. And then we we're going some like it hot. Oh, that was Yakov. You know what? Nah, me either. I, you know, we, I don't think we were that bad about it. Yeah. I don't think we were that harsh when we were talking about it because it had moments and it really got you and Hans on a roll. And those are, in my opinion, the best episodes, whether we like them or not. But I also was like, I, I very, very vaguely remember Yakov Shmirnov when Mm -hmm. I was woke, when I was growing up. Yeah, that's a good I example like of a bad episode of the show, but it's I had like fun. It's like my mom with Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah. Like, yeah, she yeah. cannot cannot do it. Like, Yakov is like that for me. I'm just like, mm-hmm. I don't get it. I don't hate him. No. But I don't get it. Yeah. Uh, then the, then the, yeah. Episode 11 is the Rockstar one, which we all know we hated. Fun episode, though. Terrible to Your watch. Bathroom. The fucking bathroom gag. Episode 12, Bull's Baby, again. The worst episode. Worst episode. Yeah, I would the go... The absolute worst episode. Worst episode of the season. Oh, yeah. And also, they covered postpartum without actually covering it. So now it just looks like weird and creepy. I will say like, I did like they... Again, botch the ball on feminist issues. They didn't swerve. Like, they didn't go hard into message in that episode, despite Harry's... Right, but they got in deep territory. Yeah. Which and, it's, it is, in my opinion, a teeny, a teeny bit irresponsible. Yeah. To use something like that is kind of like a gag. Comic fodder, A bit. Yeah. Um, that so again, you, I don't even. I real. I said it when we recorded, um, this this podcast for for the time when we watched it. Yeah, I don't even know if postpartum was an actual thing though at the time. Oh, like it was obviously before. it was a thing that people experienced, but I don't know if it was identified. Yeah. Um, 
But regardless, whether it was identified or not, someone knew something about it because they had this woman abandon her baby because she was too stressed out. And it was like, if you really get into the nitty gritty of Bull's baby, that's fucked up. Yeah. And then the apartment. And then I juxtaposed just, be- beside a like. I just couldn't put, a put together crazy man with, with the, concrete furniture. the fake baby and then the real baby. Like it was there yeah. was a lot. And the Wooji, what was it? What was the what was the the bear? Bagruger? I don't remember. I couldn't remember it at the it time. It was Mr. Bougie or Mr. Bougie. Something like that. Mr. Ben Bougie. Ben Bougie. And then episode 13 was the old Ding Dong. And the last time we see Liz. The last time we see Liz. But the uh, good thing is, is it's not the last time we see Selma. So we, I think we're both in agreement that Rock Bottom episode Bull, Bull's Baby. Uh, and I'm saying number one, I'm going the Carla B with a close, close second being Quadrangle of Love. I was just going to say, I'm going to say Quadrangle of Love. No, maybe not Carla B. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I kind I pretty much agree with you. I pretty much do. Yeah. Quadrangle Those are my one and two. Was, was overall. It's kind of like I picking your best. favorite movie. They I like them stride. both. Um, so those highlight episodes. Uh, what do we think for next season? Are we losing anybody? I'd like yeah, to see we more. lose. We lose Liz. We're probably going to get a like a legit assistant, right? Um, like a full time mm-hmm. actress. We keep Selma. We keep Dan. We keep Harry. We keep Bull. I I'm going to stick to my guns. I'd like to see less. I don't mind Harry being eccentric. I just I'm done with the magic shit. You know, I I'd more Dan, more Bull. And I'd always like Selma. to see. I know for a fact, and we saw him twice. That um, Bernie. Burn. That's what I'm going to go blanket. More gallows. I want more yeah. kooks, more freaks, more weirdness. I think we may have some more kind of recurring characters which i which i'm looking forward to and i think honestly it's going to get more sticky cool, but I'm not in the that. hack way like i i'm looking forward to the shtick especially especially with larica that's the thing i don't mind a, me- a little message folded in but yeah give us a message give us those... a message be unique be original but yeah those were my least favorite moments of like the christmas one was fun but it was just it felt like an after-school special. Yeah, it sometimes they hit it really hard. And, and I think they backed off in the second season on that, with the exception yeah. of Bull's Baby. But I don't think they intentionally covered postpartum. No, I don't think so either. So yeah, I look for. I know it gets weirder. I'm looking forward to it getting a little wackier. Because that that's, that's cool. I'm down with that. Uh, yeah. So, uh, season-wise, Gavel Banks, overall? Well, there are nine I'm- seasons. Yeah. And this is the first one. So yeah. I'm honestly going to go with a six for the season overall. There yeah. were highs, there were lows. And I think overall, like, season ones are generally going to be six and sevens. Yeah, I would say seven. I was going to go seven. Yeah, I'll go six right now. Maybe I'll change it. It could be. We could revise as we come to the end of season yeah, two. Yeah, the end of season to- two. We'll see. But as of now, I say season one, Ash gives her six, 
I give it seven. And I give um, a solid D for women's issues. That's true. Um, No gavel bangs there, Weegee. You mean solid double D. Wow. Yeah, I had to. I I had to. No, I literally, I didn't didn't purposely set you up for that. That is the letter I picked. Solid writing. Jesus Christ. Solid writing in this house. There is. It's like I subconsciously knew. Up top. Uh, yeah, the it was very, very much 80s in that regard, but what can you do? You know what I'm also, I want to make a tradition of, we started in the beginning, I want to I want to do more research about what's going on in New York. That's true. Time. I will say that's that. That's really cool. I dropped the ball on that. And I don't think you dropped the ball. We didn't do it either. My, I will, I will revisit that uh, at season two. Just do more facts, more fat New York. New York crime blotter. Mm-hmm. That was fun because I was like, oh, maybe we run long because I brought this extra content. No. And it's, it runs the we same. It runs the hours. same we either way. run two hours for every so. 20 minutes. Yeah, we'll, we'll sling a little more history in there, a little more context. Maybe we can get some one hours in so more than like one people listen to this. That's true. We could streamline it like a jet fighter. But that's just what Harry wants, Harry. Can you tell I'm hungry? I can. I have a salad uh, in front of me, and I'm I'm starting to dress it right now because I'm just like, meh, you know. The tension. It's the tension of us being done in the... So, yeah, I guess uh, we're going to go six gavel bangs for Ash, seven for me, and... Uh, and H, we'll see what you have to say. And if that was if this was a banana, we'd both be dead. If this was a banana, we'd both be dead. And really quickly, I'd also love to say that I absolutely adore being on this podcast. Um... And I know that I am definitely the third funniest out of the three of us. But you guys are so fun to do this with. And I love seeing that you guys have this thing. I love being a part of it, too. But it's even more fun when you guys get on a riff and a tangent. Like, it's just hilarious. I think Wiggy would be proud. I'd like to think so. Liz would be proud of me, though. She would, yes. She deserves a, a champion, in my opinion. We never got a Liz episode. You said she's not back. I crossed my fingers. Hopefully, we see we get a, a Liz episode. Uh, I I think the best joke joke. Now that we talk about it, was her super bleak joke about her uncle. <laughs> I forgot that. Yeah. Where she was just trying to identify with them, and she's like, "Well, and then he killed himself." So. If that's her parting shot as that character, that dry wit. it's it's worth it. So, yeah. All right. The night is long and full of weirdos, you kooks. I love you. I love you, too. Have a good night. Have a good night, Court. Night, Court. Now it's time for the postamble of the postamble. It's Dr. Professor Dirty Von Toilet coming at you. Brava. Well done, Case and Ash. Uh, uh, I get the benefit of... They're templating this post-cap, season one, and uh, I think they did it right, running down uh, episode by episode, uh, being honest and remembering and and, and referencing that they don't remember uh, a lot of the episodes because, uh, you know, things run together, and uh, not remembering exactly what they gavel bang. But uh, it's interesting, as soon as you start saying the titles of the episode, that's all you need, you just go, oh yeah, I remember. I remember roughly my gavel bang on those. So I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to hit it up. I'm going to do it a little quicker 
because uh, as I'm running solo here in the char in, ch- in the in the southern uh, southern state of South Carolina, Charleston, having a little suckle of honey sweet iced tea, sweet honey iced tea. Who's worse than that? As a as I sipple a little suckle of sweet tea down here, staring upon the green green grasses of Charleston's lovely yet controversial plantation countryside. Um, going over a little night court. Uh, let's see a little cap. So I'll just hit the I'll hit the episodes quick. But uh, um, then I got a special treat. Uh, so we can we can see what the next gen, the millennials, if you will, uh, how they take to a show like Night Court. Um, and I think you'll find it's it's rather interesting. Uh, I don't even know. So I'm gonna take a break. Watch my favorite episode, which I will reveal, which with my cousin A, and we're going to find out uh, uh, how Night Court holds up to today's uh, uh, watching expectations. So starting out, um, Ash and Case said overall it was a good season. I'd absolutely agree with that. I think for me, interestingly enough, it seemed to uh, kind of mound so it really elevated in quality, and then I think we tapered off quite a bit with the last two or three episodes. I'll have to look. I think, I think there was a bit of a decline there in the end. That being said, I agree the the potentially the worst episodes were the most fun I had in the pod, and I also agree that that is meta meta. But I do not agree, D A Ash, that no one wants to listen to this because my pride will be hurt. Okay, I listened, and I liked it. All right, um, uh, let's see. Um, yeah, uh, I would, I, 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 I think I agree that uh, this, uh, this was not peak Night Court, though I don't recall, but just uh, in, in, in talking to people about Night Court, what seems to be peak, when, when discussing peak, uh, what comes up is Dan Fielding's, uh, uh, um, sexual proclivities, his nastiness, if you will, uh, bulls, oafishness, which we got a lot of. We certainly didn't get the damn, but we got the bull. But I think we're going to see a turn, and I don't know if it's going to be for the better, of bull becoming more of a bowling pin. <laughs> I think we're going to see him become more oafish because that's more easy and the larger viewing audience, not to be judgmental, is just wants like uh, a, a battering ram. I, I don't think they, they want the intellectual soft side. They want the soft side of bull, but like they don't want like that like deep, like I learn vocabulary words and I know a little more than you think I know. I think that's going to go away. Uh, that's, that's a prediction, I guess. That's one of my predictions coming up. Uh, I agree, since we're on predictions or expectations let's let's see let's let's try and hammer out i dare us to hammer out a one hour or less episode we'll just see not not promising anything uh more segments yeah i guess i guess life get a little busy and we we didn't get a chance to segment our characters as much i totally agree with casey one of my favorite parts of night court and why we started it is uh, the memory I have of it, and uh, of it um, revealing that like that deep, deep, seedy, dark, uh, darky, that deep, seedy darkness of New York that uh, so fascinated me as a child. 
Um, so Casey had those segments where he was reading from the news. So maybe we'll get a little bit more there, a little more New York history, why it was, was so grungy, why it is not so much anymore. New York's kind of a bummer. I hate to say it. If anybody's out there watching Mean Streets and going, I want to move there someday and and toot some some snoot with Harvey Keitel. I'm sorry. That is not the case. You're going to be singing an Ariana Grande song while uh, a little Mexican man in a Mario Brothers mask <laughs> plays plays a banana flute. <laughs> Actually, that does sound more like 70s New York. That sounds like a nightmare. Um, so, yeah, I'd like a little bit of that. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm going to go down the episodes, or do I reveal my favorite episode? Not, not, not yet. Oh, favorite bits. It's funny that Casey mentioned it because I was like, I was trying to think of favorite bits and the ones you guys brought up were great. Uh, certainly uh, the the bathroom bit. If if one came to mind immediately uh, before you even mentioned it, I guess it was the, the Liz and Selma bathroom bit, but that's where I was going with my favorite bits were just liners from Selma or Liz. And it's that dark bleakness from Liz that I'm going to miss greatly. The, the uncle line about the suicide was timed perfectly but she's also got this line with lana when lana's not feeling well in the beginning of her last i think it was her last episode might be her second to last episode where she's just like or dirty kaiser harry's like lana you look tired but liz is like did he hit you and that's not a voice i put on it but uh that was great and then of course like just all selma's like sassy lines like about like i bought an exercise bike but it didn't have room for the ashtray it's like that's smoking broad in in more ways than one. Double entendre, double mean. Um, uh, what is that? And that line, I got to disagree with the Ash, <laughs> where she's in, it's in the Bulls Baby episode where she's looking around and she grabs like a little tiki guy and does she say, this is a meaty piece. I, I don't know. I don't know. But little moments like that where like I was like, what? Like even in the first episode where Bull is like, I got shot in the gut, but my head's up here. It's like, what What kind of show am I watching? Is this over my head, or am I having a stroke? Um, man, uh, boy, I think, yeah, the, 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 the Harry, Harry T. Stone magic. Uh, I was not sorry to see it go, but I'm sorry to say we're going to see it more and more. I think, I think it's coming strong because he did some crossovers on Cheers, and that magic just captured the imagination of a heavy drinking Cheers audience. And everybody wanted to know Harry T. Stone's name uh, and, and how he did that sweet coin trick. So um, prediction, we're getting more magic. Uh, we'll see how it, how it, hold, how it holds up. Um, all right, all right, episodes. I'll go, I'll chip away at them. You guys really hit them well. Casey and Ash really hit them well. All right, we had case number one, that judge wears jeans, all you need is love. Solid introduction. I think we found out what we were going to expect. We went, wait, Dan's not so much a lech, but more of a Wall Streety conservative. Wait, Bull's not so oafish. He's a little, like, kind of eccentric, but that kind of shifted. We got case two, the mid-meaning, <laughs> the true meaning of mid-January. Santa goes downtown. Spoilers. This was my favorite episode, and it's I feel a little dirty about it because it's an obvious one, but hands down, this one, this one I was the most excited to talk about. I might have had the most fun talking about. There were the most eccentricities. Unfortunately, yeah, it's like a celebrity celebrity episode. 
Whereas I loved like all like the crazy, like like seeing Jerry Sein, the actor that played Jerry Seinfeld's dad, seeing the hardest working mulatto in show business shine a shoe, um, uh, seeing uh, the woman from Ace Ventura laces out taking Liz's spot. Like those were amazing. But I gotta tell you, Michael J. Fox killed it this episode. The, the creep, the cretin that played Santa in the uh, 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 in the dirtiest suit ever. Dirtiest suit, like that is a trope. Dirty Santa Claus suits are a trope, and they they said, forget it. You you can never make a suit as dirty as mine. You could smell it coming through the screen. Uh, and of course, all the talks of Chuckanucks and Chickachins and and all that stuff, uh, hands down. I think I gavel-banged it a nine. Uh, based on this episode, I'll stick it with a nine because I don't want to go too high. But that, that for me, has a lot of competition. Case three, horny 80s hugs, the former Harry Stone. Uh, okay, so this one has the wedding in it. And just a, a, a small disclosure, I actually took a line directly from it and put it in the wedding. Uh, uh, I don't know if there's a wedding video, but I would never show you that. But... Uh, it's uh do you do you promise to do this do you promise to do that and if you two kids can do that to the best of your abilities then i can't see how there's any way this thing can't work out boom in my wedding for life from night court is that sick is that sad is that weird is that wow (laughs) that was a mitch um all right we got case four revisionist harry t stalin welcome back mama all I can remember is this is exactly what Case and Ash mentioned. This is the moment where I was like, Harry's a B-owner. Like, he was just so mean to uh, to uh, Albert Brooks. I couldn't believe it. But uh, I, And then those two fighting over someone's mom. It was Freudian, to say the least. We got case number five, the Hackenstein-Frankenhack thesis, the eye of the beholder. This is where we really got taken to school. And this is also, aside from... Bull being Harry's Frankenstein's monster. This is also where we get the thesis that Harry T. Stone is actually the Joker and Night Court takes place in No Man's Land, Gotham City. Watch out for the penguin. I'm assuming that's uh, Rumba, Craven. Uh, case six, get your shine box, Ash. Death threat. Uh, oh, yeah, this had the great uh, weird, weird side with the, the bomb inspector. You had the little Spanish guy fighting... Spanish guy. You had the little shoeshine kid fighting Dan Fielding over a, a saw buck, if you will. Um, uh, as far as gavel bangs, uh, I think I'm I'm right around like six and sevens here. I think that's going to be my average. We got case eight, sloppy seconds, strippy doubles, and second lunch, quadrangle of love, which, um, which really got high praise from Casey Nash, and I, I don't blame them. Um... I have a sipple of coffee here. Um, yeah, this was this was definitely up there for me. Although I'm having trouble exactly recalling. Um, oh, I got it. exactly recalling what happened this episode. You know why that is? Is because as I said, I'm down here in the south and the stars and bars, and I don't exactly have all my notes. So what I have for notes are the notes I put up on the pod. So let me read this description and. Let me also make a switch. Maybe I need to make the descriptions a little uh, more user-friendly for future seasons. So this is Sloppy Seconds, Drippy Doubles, and Second Lunch, Quadrangle of Love. 
It's case number eight, and Dirty Dan is living the bizarro life, which drives Judge Toilet crazy. Selma drops something more than a diamond, or her writers do. Bull joins the ranks of the great kaijus everywhere, and Harry T. Stone is playing Lana against her bearded beau. Oh, Lana's uh, effeminate husband. Uh, 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 fiancé. Needless to say, this one is a little like the shoe calling the toenail fungi. And that one is Whew, all she wrote. Night Court is Watertown, South Dakota. This is Case 9, Wonder Drugs. And it certainly is. Uh, I can't think of a more dirtbaggian Orwellian uh, comparison than Night Court on Floor 18 to Watertown, South Dakota in the 1990s. Um, Wonder Drugs. This was the last time... Second to the last time we 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 call we see our our friend Lana, our assistant, um, and it should have been the last time. Not because I wanted to see her go, although Ash did. It was just her kind of breakout episode, and she really wasn't in the next episode, which was Case Ten in podcast. In podcast, we call it. And I still don't have anything. Months later, I don't have anything. In podcast, we call it doing double episode separate because times don't be working. <laughs> oh, this would be better with a partner but we're getting there we're getting there that was that was my side like ash where i was like you guys are being really funny and then she was like this isn't funny no it is it is and and then that third the comment about being third funniest i'm coming i'm brought dropping hammer you're easily the second funniest after me pride pride court no um this is how do you do it bill burr how do you do it for an hour by yourself um all right we're case 11 harry's horny fever dream harry the rock star this one was a bummer to me it was just super weird it didn't have it 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 like just said it just didn't work but boom redemption redemption bit it had uh, that bathroom bit, which was fantastic. It was just, it was out there and strange and didn't seem really tied together. Uh, and I think we're right on the money where they were like, all right, we kind of got to work, rework things out quicker because we just lost Lana because of some kind of contract because she's too busy hugging John Candy on set. Who knows? But, um, and then after that, we have uh, Case 12, Beefy, Bananas, and Budnick. Bulls baby, if you didn't think Harry and the Rockstar could get any weirder, it got weirder, and that's with Bulls baby. We go to the apartment. We have the giant bee. We have the meaty line. We have the best line of the season, I guess. With uh, if this were a, if this were a banana, I'd be dead. Which is bananas uh, to 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 not to put too fine a point on it. If uh, Richard Attenborough from Jurassic Park can join in here. Um, but, uh, you know, what are you going to do? They can't all be Michael J. Foxes. Um, so going from there, uh, that did have the subway bit. I agree with Ash. I think she's a little too goo. She's given Dr. Toilet notes or Dr. Alien notes, and yet she's got a fielding fox, fielding female fox crush. Huh? Big time? That was a good bit. It was a well-executed bit in a bad episode, but it came out real quick. Meanwhile, she's the one forcing a, forcing a bootleg print 
of Dr. Alien on Casey's office wall. I mean, who's who's calling the toenail fungi here, if you know what I mean? Um, and then we got the last episode we did, Who Is That Guy? Crotch Pants, which isn't the name, but it should have been. It's called Look at That Trouser Santa. Hi, honey, I'm home. Um, and we all know how that one went. It was a little overwhelming. You couldn't get uh you couldn't see anybody else in the shot, if you know what I mean. So getting on there, uh filling it up, uh baby bougie, baby bougie. Um uh all in all, overall, we had Ash giving the season a six, we had Casey giving it a South Dakota mom seven, and I would like to go six point five in the middle, but I won't. I'd love I'm definitely giving it double D's, and in the case of the one with the uh the swimsuit competition, double double D's to the sixth degree. Um, I'm going. I'm going seven. I'm going solid start. I'm going seven. I'm going to tie it up with Casey. Definitely. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. I'm looking forward to season two. Uh, I think. Uh, I think I. I, I resentments. That's not the word. I second Ash's sentiments in saying that uh, doing this podcast and doing the Jerk Practice podcast is the funnest thing I I do uh, in my life right now, which means it needs to keep happening because it's important in life to have fun, and I don't think enough of us do that. Is this? I don't think enough of us do that. Um, let's see. Uh, continuing on. So what we're going to do is I'm going to step away. I'm gonna pour myself an O'Doul's. I'm gonna get my my I said cousin earlier. I'm gonna get my my nephew number one. I'm gonna pour him a cherry cola. No, what is what is the drink? What is the drink? Uh Shirley Temp. You know what? Cancel my O'Doul's. Hey, barkeep. Cancel my O'Doul's. Two Shirley Temps. We're gonna watch number deuce. Santa goes downtown. And we're gonna come back and you tell me. I love you. Night court. All right, I'm back. Joining me uh, from the Gallows, youngest Gallows member, soon to be shoeshine boy, nephew, Aiden. Aiden, how was your day? Good. How was your night? Court. Boom. He got it. First try. Yes. Here we go. We're back. Night court officiados. And we are. We are reinvestigating a classic. As I said, it's my favorite episode. We're going to find out. For Aiden, how old are you? I'm 10. Aiden is 10 years old. 10 and a half? No, I'm, uh, in September I will be 11. Closer to 11. Mm-hmm. Closer to 11. Aiden, what's your favorite show right now? Hands down. Favorite TV show? Yep. Uh, the, uh, is it DT Dan? What is that is who you like on YouTube? Dan, Dan the Dan the video game playing no, junkie? No, I hate that. What's his name? His name's Dan TDM. That's his YouTube name. What does he do? He, uh, Minecraft. He just plays Minecraft and talks about it, right? Yep, plays Minecraft and talks about it. Isn't that kind of what you, wouldn't you like to do that for a job? Be a yeah. U- professional YouTuber? Yes, that would be awesome. What would you do on your YouTube show? Uh, well. Watch Night Court? <laughs> I don't know, Maybe. Watch Night Court. Well, let's find out. 
Let's find out how much you enjoyed your first, well, your second episode of Night Court. Yep, second episode. Because you watched an episode with us last week. You watched, um, you can go back and watch it. Uh, uh, it was the, the the season finale of Night Court, episode 13. I forget the name of it, but let's just say let's just say it had a lot of D's and W's, a little <laughs> B and wrongs. All right. Um, all right, so what do you think? Uh, so we watched an episode. Uh, it was yes. episode two of Night Court, first season, and we start off, we see, we're in a court, yes. to which you said, how many times have you been in jail now? Twice? What? How many times have you been in jail now? Twice? I've never been to, what? I thought you were telling me you were arrested. No. You're, 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 you're no stranger to the courtroom. No. That's what I thought you said. I said I've never been to a courtroom. Here, one second, let me get the, uh, riff, riff, Aiden, I gotta shut the door, they're, they're working outside. Oh, Okay. This dead air! Dead air! What? Keep it rolling! Okay, yes, it's dead. Dead. Yes, dead. All right, uh, where were we? Where were we? We're talking Night Court, episode two. Episode two, Santa Goes Crazy. There you go. Uh, it's called Santa Goes Downtown. Thank you. So we, we go in. You're yep. no stranger to the courtroom. Did you recognize anybody? Maybe Carla B.? You recognize Carla B? I recognize the. I don't like judge. the. I don't like. I don't like hearing things like that. I recognize the judge. You recognize the judge? Yeah. Did you? Wait, no, no, I didn't recognize anybody. <laughs> you, you can you can admit it. It's all right. Wait. You're a magician, so we start off. We no, see I'm Judge not. Harry doing some magic. Oh yeah. And I've seen you do magic before. I yeah I have I have once or twice. All right. So what did we see him doing? We saw him doing the the classic. Uh, which hand is this one in? And then the classic, pull the ball from behind the ear. Uh, one to ten, how would you rate his magic skills? Uh, I could do that probably without people noticing. You heard it here first. Harry Stone is no magician. I'm, and, you one know, to ten, he'd be like a two. One to ten, a two. So would you say in uh, future episodes moving on, you'd like to, this is a leading question, you'd like to see him do more magic or a little bit less magic? Uh, so it was funny, but it was terrible. Funny but terrible. That sounds about right, Judge Harry Stone. All right, um, so then who comes in, and I'm a little enlightened on this, who do we see? Who's our first case? Santa. Santa. And while I couldn't get over Santa's uniform, would you call it a uniform? <laughs> yeah, costume, yeah, uniform, outfit. costume. Because it, it appeared to me to be incredibly dirty. Filthy, in fact, I would say. Yeah. Uh, now, while I would say it's filthy because he's a derelict, would you agree with that? Yeah. That I said that. You have a, a, a much more um, appropriate hypothesis, which is? He, uh, from all the weather. The weather, flying through the air. Yeah. Getting dirty. Justifiable. You heard it here first, folks. Don't ever grow up because that makes a lot more sense than what I was saying. And then we we get two punk kids entering, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And not a single... I'm looking over at Aiden over here. I'm talking to you, but I'm talking about you. Not a single bit of recognition. Not a single care about our young gentleman. I don't know. His name was Roscoe and Betty. What were their names? Uh, no, uh, Mary. Mary. And was it Daryl? Enough with the names, right? He didn't want to give the names. Yes, oh, yeah. it was Mary and Daryl. Not a one, which makes me say, 
For what reason have you not seen Back to the Future yet? Well, I don't. My parents said I couldn't watch it. I don't know why. That's a good answer. I was eight when it happened. So. Uh, but now you're almost eleven. Yeah. I think it's time to go back to the the Back to the Future. Well, maybe that's what we need to watch tonight. Yes. New pod. Back to the pod. Back to the Future pod. What did we watch the other night though? Oh, Jaws. What? I I only got halfway through it though. Yeah, boy. I think I I don't know. First half or second half better. I think second half better. I I you got a lot farther than I did. Yeah, I but, did. Yeah. Um, My mom just was out after one quarter of the movie. Yeah, it was. It it we we got a lot going on. Getting a little tired here uh, mm-hmm. at the end of the night. So yep. uh, we have our second case. We have the punks coming in. They're yelling at Santa Claus. <laughs> Thus far, what's your overall feeling of the show? Like I grading? No, you can grade it. We will grade. Well, you you can grade it or. Are you are you laugh out loud funny right now? Or are you going? I wish I was watching um, the Thornberries. What is you know that, that show? Uh, are you saying I wish I was watching Johnny Test at the moment? I hate that show. You do. What is your favorite show? We never got to it. What's your favorite? Oh, show? Oh, what's my favorite show? Oh, uh, probably like some CW show. Probably like The Flash. The CW. Mm-hmm. What does that stand for? I don't know. Chicago's worst. <laughs> Maybe. The Flash is good. Yeah, The Flash. You know who The Flash is also good as? When you play it as a character in Injustice Gods Among Us and I whoop your butt as The Flash. You, you, did you beat me? Beat you as Aquaman. But I came oh, yeah. close as The Flash. I won, I won money from him because I gave oh, him Oh, nope, 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 no gambling. <laughs> talking about gambling is illegal. You know that, right? Oh, it is? Yeah, in the state of South Carolina. No, I don't think so. You can talk about all you want. <laughs> he took me for five bucks, and what did we find out after you won? That, uh, yeah, I gave him the broken controller, and I had handicaps on. That is the first time he openly admitted that. <laughs> so I guess I'm going to beat $5 out of you when we turn this off. All right. So far, so we, we got there arguing. Santa has a heart attack, for goodness sakes. Oh, yeah, he had a heart attack. Sort of. We come back, the doctor's going on. So what do you what do you think character-wise? So you, you got the judge. He's doing crappy magic. You got <laughs> Lana, who was interesting enough. Remember remember how you were, you were asking why we didn't see her in the last episode yeah. we watched? And yet we saw her credited? Yeah. Appropriate or not? She gets paid for that episode when she gets credited. Why? It makes no sense. Boom. You heard it here first. We're getting some night court, court, night court truths. <laughs> Correct. Night court truths. Night. That's our new segment. Welcome to the night court truths. Get paid for what you do. Correct? Yes. And do what you pay for. You think, you think that voice is appropriate? <laughs> yes. I don't know. It's coming. Out, it, it's neither left nor right. I don't know. All right. So I did notice around this time, I'm looking over at you. It's a great episode, but I notice you're a little more interested in your short strings than you are in the actual show. What does that mean? It means you have the strings for your shorts, you have them held over your eyeballs, and you're seeing which one is longer (laughs) than the other. I got to tell you, that's not a good litmus for how good Night Court is, but it sucked you back in. You know when it sucked you back in? When? When uh, when, uh, uh, Santa Claus came back in. And he was trying to uh, recruit Harry Stone. So we were asking. So apparently Santa Claus is telekinetic. Yeah, he's telekinetic. He can see behind his head. He can see behind his head. He can. Uh, he knows everybody's name. 
He lives forever? Is that part of it? No. He, he, he passes, passes it on. He passes the spirit on so, to other random people he meets. Between you and me, do we want Santa Claus passing it on to Harry Stone? So now from every year we get a Santa Claus doing crappy magic when he comes down the chimney? Yeah, whenever he gets caught, he has to distract the kids with his crappy magic. Alright, I guess that's a good move. What about an injustice... Night Courts Among Us. Bull versus Harry. <laughs> Dan versus Santa. Uh, Back to the Future versus his, his girlfriend, Mary and Daryl. Uh, weird guy from episode 13. We know what his special move is. Oh my gosh. Right? Um, oh yeah, you were asking me. All right. You, we were talking about the, the appropriate age of Michael J. Fox. That's the name of the kid, by the way. The very famous actor who apparently, if you were, uh, is no longer relevant. So let's all remember not to make so many Back to the Future references because uh, yeah. kids don't care. No, kids do not care. It's a shame. It's a really good movie. I think once you see it, you probably still won't care. Um, <laughs> uh so let's see. We talked about we talked about how many times you've been in jail. You got a record. I don't kids I've criminal never, record. Oh my gosh, I've never been in jail. Speeding, reckless endangerment, with by wrestling in the pool. Um. Yes. All right. I've also been speeding on my motorbike that only goes thirty miles an hour. Thirty miles an hour. Yeah. Well, the road down here goes. It, the speed limit is like fifty-five. Uh oh. Who do we got pulling in here? Were you driving that truck? No, I was riding my motorbike. Do you think it's good podcasting to talk about what you see, even though the people listening can't see it? <laughs> I don't Probably know. Probably not, right? By the way, this episode is brought to you by Tahitian Treat. We're both <laughs> suckling on a couple of South Carolina's finest sweet punches. Nice, icy cold Tahitian Treat. Let's hear that jingle, baby. <laughs> All right, so if you were to... if you on your own, without your uncle forcing you, would you watch another episode of Night Court? Uh, probably mistakefully. Whoo! All right. So now we're at uh, the moment of truth. Gavel bang it. From one to ten, how many gavel bangs are you given? Episode two, Night Court, 1984. 1984. 1984, episode two, Santa goes downtown with a really interesting hug at the end, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Too long of a hug? Yeah, too long and too weird. I agree. I did not put that in as... We didn't even discuss the hug, and we all agree. That puts out a vibe that is... Ugh. I don't trust Harry. I don't trust Harry Stone. I'm one to ten gavel bangs. Ten gavel bangs. I don't trust him. Hit me with your gavel bang on episode two. Oh. Uh, Or five gavel bangs. We're right in the middle. Playing it safe. That's a Frywald staple. Five gavel bangs. You heard it here. Uh, Aiden, help me promote the podcast. So, there it is. So, we just finished up season one. Can you believe we did an entire season of Night Court? You know what we get to do now? What? Season two, baby. Coming up. So, for season two, you can really help us out. You, you listen to a lot of podcasts, Aiden? I've never listened to a podcast. Not even mine? No. <laughs> it's all coming out now. So, well, let me tell you this. And I think the listeners know what's coming. Did you know that if there's a podcast you like, and podcasts are free, by the way, did you know that? 
free podcast. All of them, always you, free. Wait, except you, for the scummers. The scummers charge you a dollar, but there's not many of those. Um, did you know that all you have to do to support a free podcast is subscribe to it, which you do for free. Download an episode, which you can do for free. Um, rate an episode, give it a star rating, which you can do for free. Review an episode, which only takes a minute of your time. Do you know what happens when people do that? What? Your podcast, you know, when you see a list of things? Yeah. Like, oh, this, this, uh, let's talk video games. Name your favorite video game. Uh, Night Court. No. What? Night Court the video game? Did you ever play that? No. <sighs> Next, we got to play some Night Court the video game. So my, Minecraft is your favorite, right? No. Oh, go no ahead. No Man's Sky. What is it? No Man's Sky. So No Man's Sky? Yes. No Man's Sky? Yes. No Man's Sky. So No Man's Sky, Minecraft number two? Yes. Well, Minecraft, no. no. Injustice number two, Minecraft would be number three. Okay, so you see that those three, one, two, three, you see yeah. it on a list. If Night Court was number four and a lot of people rated, reviewed, downloaded, shared it on Facebook, do you know what happens to it? What? It bumps up to number three. And then number two and the number one. And that's all. And people get to do that for free if they like the podcast. And what do people do with this podcast? Like it. Like it. Right there. Like it or lump it, as they say. You know who says that? No. No one says that. Um, also, you can check out our Facebook page at Jerk Practice Pod. How's our Facebook page looking? I don't have Facebook, but it looks good. Thank you, Aiden. This guy's a natural. And we have a website, jerkpractice.com, where you can check out our blog for our other podcast, which is Jerk Practice, also available on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. You like the Google Play? Yeah. Is it, What is Google Play? It's Google's, uh, Google's iTunes. It's the Google iTunes. So check it out on iTunes and Google iTunes and check us out. Coming out shortly, by the way, thanks for putting up with us. I know we have some faithful listeners out there. It's been a hectic few weeks with uh, what with wedding and travel and everything, so pods have come out a, a day or two late, a, a, a little bit interesting. I don't have my notes. It's important to have your notes, right? Yes, very do you important use, to have your do notes. You, be honest, all right? You're on pod. This is pod truth. Put your, hand on, put your hand on an episode of Night Court. Do you put notes on the bottom of your shoes? And then when you're taking a test in class, kind of look down at the bottom of your shoe and see the answers to the questions? No, I've never done that. I swear. Double swear? I double swear. Night court swear? Yes, night court swear. You heard it here first. Gavel bangs. We got some honesty in the family. You know, I've never done it either. You swear? Swear. Do you know if my dad or Travis has done it? Don't know that. Can't swear on that. There's potential there. Here we go. End it, Aiden. Boom. But how do I end it? That's how we end it. Yay! talking about here have to do with being sensitive and considerate to another person's feelings and if you promise to do that to the best of your ability then i don't know how you can help but be happy